Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. My name is Lisa Goodwillie, and I'm here talking to you today on assignment from the State High Council. I'm accompanying my husband, Bob. Before this life, we all lived in heaven, and we all know that there was this great war, and we won that war, and as a result, we were given the opportunity to come to earth, and one, receive a body, two, receive all of our living ordinances, and three, gain faith, and four, prove ourselves worthy to return to our Heavenly Father. Those of us who are here have already done number one. We have received our bodies. Check. Most of us at this point in our lives have received some of our living ordinances. Baptism. Check. Confirmation. Check. Receiving priesthood for our brethren. Check. Endowments. Some of us check. Sealed to our parents. Again, some of us check. And then sealed to our eternal spouse. No matter what mile marker each of us is at along our path, we are all on this same path together. There are things that are the same that we can all do while we go along the path, not, no matter what pace we go at. Temple work is something we all need to do all along our path. In Doctrine and Covenants, section 128, verse 15, it reads, And now, my dearly beloved brethren and sisters, let me assure you that these are principles in relation to the dead and the living that cannot be lightly passed over as pertaining to our salvation, for their salvation is necessary and essential to our salvation. As Paul says concerning the fathers, that they without us cannot be made perfect, neither can we without our dead be made perfect. Temple work is a twofold process. One, we need to do our own work, and two, we need to do our work for those that have passed on. Once our temple work is done, since it can only be done once, after that we have the obligation to do the work for our ancestors. So what is the purpose of temple work? Let's turn to Malachi chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. President Henry B. Irene said, It is important to know why the Lord promised to send Elijah. Elijah was a great prophet with great power given him by God. He held the greatest power God gives to his children. He held the sealing power, the power to bind on earth and have it bound in heaven. And the Lord kept his promise to send Elijah. Elijah came to the prophet Joseph Smith on April 3, 1836, just after the dedication of the Kirkland Temple, the first temple built after the restoration of the gospel. When Elijah appeared to the prophet Joseph, he said, Behold, the time has fully come to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers. Therefore, the keys of this dispensation are committed into your hands. Many of your deceased ancestors will have received a testimony that the message of the missionaries is true. 
When you receive that testimony, you could ask the missionaries for baptism, but those who are in the spirit world cannot. The ordinances you so cherish are offered only in this world. Someone in this world must go to a holy temple and accept the covenants on behalf of the person in the spirit world. That is why we are under obligation to find the names of our ancestors and ensure that they are offered by us what they cannot receive there without our help. Remember that the names which will be so difficult to find are of real people to whom you owe your existence in this world and whom you will meet again in the spirit world. When you were baptized, your ancestors looked down on you with hope. Perhaps after centuries, they rejoiced to see that one of their descendants made a covenant to find them and to offer them freedom. In your reunion, you will see in their eyes either gratitude or terrible disappointment. Their hearts are bound to you. Their hope is in your hands. You will have more than your own strength as you choose to labor on to find them. The sealing power has been conferred upon authorized priesthood holders since Elijah came to the prophet Joseph Smith. Those priesthood holders use the sealing power to seal families together, both the living and the dead. Families are an essential part of the plan of happiness. Once we are sealed on earth, we get to be together in the eternities. President Russell M. Nelson, at the time he was in the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, taught, Elijah came to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the children to the fathers. With that, natural affection between generations began to be enriched. This restoration was accompanied by what is sometimes called the spirit of Elijah, a manifestation of the Holy Ghost bearing witness of the divine nature of the family. Hence, people throughout the world, regardless of religious affiliation, are gathering records of deceased relatives at an ever-increasing rate. Elijah came not only to stimulate research for ancestors, he also enabled families to be eternally linked beyond the bounds of mortality. Indeed, the opportunity for families to be sealed forever is the real reason for our research. Due to COVID-19, holler temples currently are closed except for living ceilings. This puts all of us at the same mile marker for our temple work. Now is a great time to be working on the family history aspect of temple work. If you don't have a family search account, now is the time to get one. You need your membership number, and you can get that from off your temple recommend if you have one, or from your ward clerk. Once you have an account set up, you can work on finding your ancestors that need the gospel, not just some people here and there. If you're not ready to do research to find family names, you can do indexing. Indexing has become such a great tool. A couple years ago, my husband was in the process of doing some research um, to find his ancestors. And he had kind of drawn a blank in this one area and couldn't seem to go much further. And so he finally got back on a couple weeks later and was going through the process, and he found some information. 
And lo and behold, he went back and looked and the information had just barely been inputted one day before that by someone had been doing indexing. So doing the indexing is really a vital part to those of us that are doing the research because we need that information in there and we don't necessarily stop to take the time to do the indexing part. We just do all the research and use the information that's already been in there. The indexing, it's, it is just such a vital companion to family history that it makes it so nice that others that don't have temperament recommends that that is something that they can work on doing right now. Indexing is a great Sunday activity. It can be done with a group of people with a bunch of their laptops together, or it can be done by yourself in your own room. You can work on it for a few minutes, or you can work on it for a couple hours. If you don't know how to do indexing, get a hold of your Ward Family Search representative. They are always excited to help. You can pray for guidance as to what each of you individually can do. Each of you should also live worthy of a temple recommend. Whether you currently hold one or not, you should live as though you do. Be prepared to enter into the Lord's temples. And when you take names of those family members that you have found, you will be blessed beyond measure. Temple and family history work can also bless us and protect us <clears throat> in our lives and in our families. President Boyd K. Packard promised, The Lord will bless us as we attend to the sacred ordinance work of the temples. Blessings there will not be limited to our temple service. We will be blessed in all our affairs. We will be eligible to have the Lord take an interest in our affairs, both spiritual and temporal. Our labors in the temple cover us with a shield and a protection, both individually and as a people. And especially as a people, right now we need all the blessings that we can get with everything that's going on in our world right now. Take the time, brothers and sisters, to turn your heart to your fathers and allow the blessings to engulf you as you continue your path towards the eternities. I know as I have done family history work, um, I have been greatly blessed to find individuals in my family who have gone on. I've been able to find that one child who somehow got lost or... I've been able to put families together that the children have been there and had their work done, but they haven't been sealed to their families. And I have been able to put these families together and feel the love that is coming from them on the other side and the gratitude for doing the work and putting it together for them. I am so grateful for this gospel and for the knowledge that it provides to me. I'm grateful for those that have sacrificed on my behalf. I'm thankful for my Savior and for his atonement. I'm grateful for the family that I have and that I can be together with them 
in the eternities and those that are still living and those that have gone on. I'm again grateful for the gospel in my life and for my Savior. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.